Welcome to the Feel Better, Be Better show. Today, Kate and Nevada will answer your questions and introduce new topics designed to help feel better and be better. These are raw conversations, but they will make a difference. All right, so let's see here. We're in the training facility. Total different setup than usual. And we're all active and standing, not sitting around. Yeah, testing stuff out. Seeing how things work. Yeah. All right. With that, I think we should go over a little bit of a base work. What do we got? Yeah, I mean, might as well. We're in the sports world in here. Yeah. So we might as well talk about the most important thing about building a strong base because it is important in every sport you play, actually in life in general, if you want to take it more abstract. But mm -hmm. well, we all get... We all get distracted with all the other things, the flashier things, the this or that. I mean, it'd, be, it'd help if, you, if we just narrow down into one area. But, I mean, we start focusing in on, I mean, hitting is kind of what are our thing, so we'll focus in on that. Like, people start focusing on the arms and how you finish and launch angle and all that kind of other stuff, and they never talk about how that's all built on where your, your stance is and your base is at. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, building up the correct base leads to a better hitting scenario. And I think we'll relate that back to other areas. Yeah, yeah. I mean, starting with hitting, that's where all your balance, that's where your power is, that's where mm -hmm. your consistency and your timing for everything else that happens starts with. So mm -hmm. if you don't have a strong base and your hips are doing different things every time, your swing is going to be weird every time. Yeah, yep. So. When we hit some, we get somebody in and hitting. Me and you, we mainly focus on their base. We focus on let's get this, let's get the lower half under control, nice and simple, nice and easy, real strong base on that because mm -hmm. the rest of it seems to go along. Can you think of anything else that like that you'd want to relate that to? Well, I mean, the big one for me here recently is I've been working a lot on how to learn to teach pitching because I was not a pitcher, I was not a catcher, I played every other position on the field, but fundamentals are fundamentals and if you find the right people who can break down fundamentals I can break down and see fundamentals so I'm on the whole path of teaching myself how to teach pitch and so a lot of what I've seen from the best teachers in the game out there on pitching is very much the same thing it all comes back down to your base first being able to trust your legs your explosion off the mound that resistance coming through at the end if you don't have a fundamentally sound base Everything else that you do with your arms and your timing and your step doesn't go how you want it to. You lose your consistency, you lose your power, you lose everything. And so, I mean, right there, a lot of it and a lot of how you do it is very similar to hitting in that fashion of, you know, first and foremost, you develop the base and then you can go to accuracy and then you can go to fine tuning stuff and doing some of the other stuff that makes bigger, you know, impact down the road. But Well, I think of it in in baseball, I mean, we all know that, I mean, spring training comes along, what happens first? Pitchers and catchers report. Mm -hmm. They report two weeks early. Well, why do they do that? Well, they talk about conditioning. But yes, the highest paid guys at the elite level of the game, the pitchers and catchers take an extra two weeks to build up their legs more than the guys that are playing in the field. The reason being is because it's the most important part of that scenario. Yeah. And somebody could say, well, they do the, <clears throat> well, they probably just do the pitchers because the catchers need the work. No way. You're not wasting million-dollar arms to work catcher's legs when, you know, $100 arms can do the same thing. Yeah. So 
it is more of working the million dollar arms. They know they need to have the legs under them more than anything. And that's when, whenever I was teaching pitching, whenever I've done any kind of pitching stuff, we focused again on the legs, which seems insane because you're doing an, an arm throw that you're working on the legs, but that's where all your power comes from. Yeah, that's where your drive comes from, and that's where you need to build the stamina, because if you don't have the stamina, the minute the legs go, that's when you see things start to break down. Yep. Whether it's pitching, hitting, catching, all of it. You lose that strength, and you're pretty much shot at that point. That's usually when you end up having to switch people out. And even like talking about catchers, I mean, the coach that you knew, who's an excellent catcher coach, I mean, he talked about the base being the most important part when he teaches catchers and having a wide base so you're not hurting your knees and your hips and you have the ability to build those muscles and you have the ability to move back and forth and block the ball and take care of what you need to in that zone. Well, and then, then you flow over to the fact that when we're running practices, we try to incorporate things that will help build the strength of the base. We try mm -hmm. to work in our lunges and our squats and whatever else that we can put in there to be able to make sure that our kids are developing a good lower half so they can have a strong base to work off of. Exactly. And if we want to get fancy, we can move into other sports even. Like, I love basketball. I played basketball a ton growing up as like a secondary sport. And if you don't have a strong base, you don't have grounding, and you don't have the ability to like have the balance that you need to be able to box out, to be able to play defense, to be able to have a good shot, especially if you get pushed off balance. Basketball can be kind of a physical sport. So if you don't develop that base, you're going to be moving all over the place. You're not going to be as successful when you're trying to do that stuff. Well, as you say, I didn't like basketball whatsoever. I mean, because I was really bad at it, but I kind of cheated. I mean, I had a really, really strong base. I played a lot of soccer as a kid, a lot. Like, multiple games every single day you know stuff that nowadays would cost parents fortune but back then you could just you know go down to the, the park or whatever and then school and they would be playing games and you could play and so i had a really strong base which allowed me to move people in basketball which is the only way i could play i could play defense you weren't going to get around me because i was too quick and too fast or i could basically box you out in the inside you couldn't box me down i could pretty much box you out the whole time and that's the only way i survived i had to play you know, basically clean up the entire time when I played basketball. It allowed me to be able to compete. Yeah. I couldn't make a shot to save my life, but I could compete in the game Yeah, because well, I had a real strong base. And I was telling you earlier, I was thinking back to basketball days, and when I was a sophomore and I was on the JV team, we had several girls who were six foot plus tall, like mm -hmm. three or four, and it was inevitable always in practice. I was the shortest one by far, and I'm only 5'3", and I would end up having to guard these girls. And it was one because the girls mid height wise never really wanted to do it but two my coaches let me because i'd push them around because yep. they would be too thin they hadn't learned to use their their height and their base and all of that and i did like i because i was not going to survive in the world of basketball if i didn't know how to be strong because i was so tiny well i had to use my gravity i had to use the strength that i could possess in there and I had to be able to push people around. Yeah, let's make sure we get it straight. I mean, I suck. I didn't like basketball because, and I couldn't make a shot because of my eyesight. <laughs> when I got fixed and I could actually make a shot, I was kind of like, no, basketball's not that bad a sport. <laughs> Nobody likes to basically constantly throw up a shot and not know if it's an air ball, brick, over the basket, or whatever. It just, I never ever felt like anything made sense in basketball as far as shooting-wise goes. But it did crack me up, though. One of the guys that was really good, he was a really good basketball player, we used to play all through high school. He's like, dude, you're the hardest person to play against. Because, I mean, he was he was kind of like a forward guy. He wasn't big enough to be like the center and the big guy that could dunk it, but he had he could drive people down. And basically, like, I can't I can't drive you down. He's like, you push me back, and we just we would battle like crazy. Mm -hmm. 
I would have to get him to be able to like steal it or something like that to get a layup to compete. Yeah. But that's all we did. I just played defense on him the whole time. That's all I could do. So. All right. Well, I went to basketball. What other sports? Well, of course, I mentioned soccer, but that's not surprising at all. I mean, that's all legs anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, that one's not overly shocking on that one. So, I mean, we kind of hit that one. I mean, but every other sport, I'm sorry, I don't know a single sport that you just, you absolutely need your legs. You do. I would be more than, I would love for somebody to bring up a sport that's, that you don't need your legs. I can't even think of one. Yeah. I mean, i waiting for somebody to be like, well, you know, shooting or something like that. Nope. Strong base. Got to have it. You know, I mean, it's, it's got to be there. Yep. On top of that, most of them usually learn by doing, you know, hiking out to the wilderness and stuff like that. So, I mean, pretty sure you're going to need that base for there. Um, but I'll pull it back into other things. I mean, <clears throat> let's take this facility, for instance. We need the base of being able to know what is it we're going to charge for what activities so that people can be able to rent it and know what times and places that they have. We have to have that base in line to be able to even tell anybody that calls up, hey, can I use your facility? You know, what times do you have available? So you don't have that base in there of even this is what we have available then it doesn't matter. You can have all the glitz and glam all you want. Mm-hmm. So you got to have that base of what's going on here. you got to have the tools in line. Well, you can even pull it back. I mean, you're talking from a business owner standpoint, but just an everyday employee, you have to have a base knowledge of the skills that you need for your job mm-hmm. before you can really build on it. The most successful employers are the ones who develop that base, even though they might take away from some of the, like the flashier tasks that you can do or be necessarily good at. But developing their knowledge and being able to do things well and then building on it and taking the time from there. Yeah. I mean, it's just like we got um, a new employee coming in this week or whatever, and we're going to start, like, no, we're taking the fundamentals. He's learning from the get-go. We're going to basically go, here's the baseline of the stuff that we do and build up from there. We're not going to put him in and be like, great, here, you're doing the most complicated thing that we have. Yeah. And And just, good luck, let me know how it works. Taking the time to know why. Taking the time to understand where it all kind of goes. Yep. So we literally communicated what's the base that we want to build on that person so we're building that base mm-hmm. um i don't think we ever it's funny we don't think about it but i mean we do the same thing with friends i mean you don't automatically meet somebody and go out and be like oh let me tell you my deepest deepest secrets that's not how you do it no no i really don't that's totally how i do it uh, yes that's exactly <laughs> how you do it no but i mean you think about that you're trying to build that base with them we've learned that from a perspective that we got to be able to see how it is what can i tell them that they don't question mark on me what do i say to them where they're able to basically we're able to have that connection to be able to start that beginning thing to be able to build more on yeah and that makes me even think of kids i mean with harper i each year each skills that she grows it's building that okay baseline of what is she capable of doing and understanding and then like what more can i kind of build on that but if you don't put base expectations and base skills for her to learn you don't have anything to build on top of to give her more difficult tasks as she gets older and then she's learning new stuff. So, I mean, it's the same as if you're in a workforce somewhere. Well, anybody that's ever had a kid that's, you know, up to the age of 10-ish or so, I mean, I always bring it back to, like, the concept of money. Yeah. I mean, and, and the fact that things cost money. I mean, you get that when they're three, four years old where it's just like, I want this, you know, and they just – They'll walk out of the store with it and be like, hey, I got this. You're like, what? We didn't pay for that. You know what I mean? And you, you got to be in that embarrassing situation. And then you get to the point where it's like, well, I want this. And you're like, oh, it costs this much. Okay, we'll go do it. Like, it's just like you're just made of money. It's only a, it's only a motorcycle. Just buy me the motorcycle, you know? And, uh, and then you get to the point where it's like, okay, I understand there's a finite amount of money, but 
now I got to figure out the way to be able to extract that from my parents in the best case scenario. So do I, you know, go super whiny and irritating or do I go sweet and, you know, trying to milk my way through, but that kid is b developing the base of what it means to be money. And then eventually I started to understand that you have to go get the, earn the money from somewhere to be able to spend the money. Then you have the finite amount of what you really want, what you don't want, which takes a long time. Some people never learn that final chapter. Yeah. I feel, think of a lot of adults who don't pay their bills because they pay for other stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, it's really, can't really make rent this month. I mean, it was Christmas and I bought a present. So it's like, place to live, presents. Yeah. So some people do. Yeah. So. so that's base on that. Can you think of any other base scenarios we need to make sure we go over? Mm. God, nothing's really coming to mind. I mean, but it's pretty much just everything you do in life. Pretty much. And we don't realize it until you start looking back on it, how much you built a base on that kind of stuff. I mean, like, mm -hmm. I know it's kind of <clears throat> seen today as like, you got to find this house. It's going to be perfect that you're going to buy for you and your husband or wife or whatever it is. Um, and you're going to live there forever. So you got to find the perfect house with the perfect school district, with the perfect everything and stuff like that. It sounds all great in your mind until, oh, job change oh now a perspective change maybe the school had to change or something like that there's all kinds of things that can change on that that we just don't think about now we think we can bypass that base so what you really want to do is you want to build that base of a house that you can afford so that that way you can be able to make those changes when they come up when you want to go to a bigger house or when you want to move to a different school district or when you want to you have somebody get laid off and make it less money, you need to downsize. I mean, you want to be able to have that flexibility in your life. Mm -hmm. Yep. So, I mean, that's crazy how bases are built. Just like They're that. important for everything. Yeah. Every single one. Yep. And then we're out. I'm not going to sing a song this time. Go for it. No, I'm not going to. We're out. I'm not going to sing a song this time. Okay. Do you even know any songs? Oh, I do. Yeah, I bet you do. Yeah, about bases. I'm not doing, yeah, no, we're done. <laughs>Thank you for watching. Kate and Nevada hope you've enjoyed this show and found it useful and empowering. If you have any questions or comments, please contact them at kinetics.com. That's K-N-E-T-I-C-X.com. They're on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok as well. And please write a review of the show. Kate and Nevada appreciate hearing the feedback, and they welcome your reviews and your word of mouth will help others learn how to feel better and be better.